Welcome to This Week Health Community. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Today, we have an interview in action from the 2023 fall conferences of Chime in San Antonio and Health in Las Vegas. And we want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. And they are Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com. And here we go. All right, here we are at doing another interview in action at the Health Conference 2022. And we're here with Glenn Tolman, CEO of Transparent. Glenn, it's always great to sit down with you. Well, it's great to sit down with you. We've been going at this a long time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I saw that Allscripts rebranded. They're a new name. I don't remember the name. I saw the thing. Somebody said, oh, that's all Allscripts. They, they rebranded. I think what they did was they're still in all scripts and they split off oh, okay. um, a big part of the business. Wow. So it's two separate businesses. Um, amazing. But you're a long way from there. Transparent. Tell us what's new. What's going on at Transparent? So first of all, to remind your viewers, so Transparent, what we're doing is creating a new, different and better health and care experience that puts people back in charge of their care. Really important and that aligns with the people who pay for that care. And the people who pay for that care are all of us. We're paying an increasing percentage of the care and the employers we work for. So we're trying to build a model that's focused on experience because if you survey people today, what they say across the board, and I, I always joke that this is a place where the country is united. Yeah. Republicans and Democrats, men and women, they say healthcare is more confusing more complex, more costly than ever before and getting worse. So we gotta fix the experience. And then second, the alignment. And if you remember Haven, some of your viewers will remember, that was formed because basically a number of the country's leading businesses said the current system isn't aligned with our end interest, which is higher quality care and reduced cost. And so what we're doing at Transparent is trying to solve both those issues, creating an experience that people don't just like, but they love, and then secondarily, make sure it's aligned with the people who pay for care. And that's self-insured employers, and that's all of us. And that's really what we're doing. To do that, we have to reinvent a lot of the existing system, and we for sure have to reinvent the business model. A lot of people say healthcare is broken. Healthcare is not broken. The business model for healthcare is broken. Right. So you're partnering with healthcare providers and you are serving the employer market. You're not really serving me as an individual. I can't come to Transparent yet, right? But you're serving me as an individual who's employed by one of the employers. That's correct. In here. And, and the employees and their families. Right. So. But that's right, right now we aren't doing direct-to-consumer, maybe sometime in the future. What are employers telling you they want? I mean, is it is it cost? I mean, because that's what we heard with, with the advent of Haven. It was, I mean, it was titans essentially sitting there going, this is out of control. We just can't do this. And if I have to, I feel, as a CEO, I feel, 20 emails a week telling me how bad our healthcare is. Yeah. It's like, we can't do that. We love our employees. We're trying to take care of Is that what you're hearing? 
Well, you've hit on both of them. One is experience, and that is the only thing worse than having a bad experience in anything, whether it's a restaurant <laughs> is, or anything is else. Is an expensive bad is experience. An expensive bad experience, yeah. and you just hit on both of them. So you did, you answered the question for me. One, CEOs are saying costs are out of control, and what's worse is we aren't getting quality care, and our people don't just dislike it, they hate it. And for 20 years, we've been promised by folks they're gonna fix it, and they haven't. Most recently, the Navigators. They said, we're gonna help you not fix the mess, we're gonna help you navigate through the mess, but to do that, pay me a lot of money, and I'm not gonna fix it. And so what they found was there was no ROI, and so now they're looking for something that's different than they've seen before. All right, your experience of this, I'll throw you a couple of curveballs here. How do you how do you marry the experience? So every health system I know is trying to build out an experience right now. Not to compete with you, mind you, but just they've been told the experience is bad, we need to do this. And so they started with portals and now they're building other things on top of it. And they're building out their call centers and they're doing all those kinds of things. Now you have an experience over here mm -hmm. uh, that is for the employer. So the, the employees are calling your call center and you're helping them helping them to create a smooth experience, I guess, through yeah. that thing. How do you integrate those two things to make sure they're not working against each other potentially? So first of all, just to correct a few things. So we don't have a call center, okay. but we have people who will take calls what you have to do is start with the experience. You have to totally redesign it. So for example, the best experience is not having to call at all. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing, and it's funny because we've been in some RFPs and people say, how long is your call, your average call length? I said, why would that matter? And they look at me like I'm crazy. I say, if I'm calling about heart surgery, an hour may not be enough. If I'm calling to find out directions to my care provider, the wait time in an ER, 30 seconds is fine. Do you want an average? Do you want a low number? Do you want a high number? You're using metrics that are completely wrong to measure and to evaluate people. So you've got to redesign the experience. That's number one. In terms of health systems, some are trying to re-engineer or redesign that experience, but they only have a sliver of that experience. Right. Because, one, I start my experience, if I have a pain, I might Google for the answer. Then I get my care in multiple places. I get my labs in multiple places. I, I might have a dietitian. that's another place. I might have a therapist for mental health. How do I pull that experience together? No one's been able to do that. And, and in our experience, what you do is I look at my phone right now, it logs me on, and then I literally touch a key on my phone, I can see it here, and I touch that key and I'm instantly logged on right there, face ID, and now I'm into the experience. I can talk to a physician in literally 60 seconds or less, 24 hours a day, I can schedule my appointments, I can get lower cost meds, I can actually work to get care at home as opposed to an ER and get surgery and last but not least, complex surgeries like cancers. I can do all of that. So all in one place. Now here's what's unique about it. One, for the average employee, let's say you work at Target, 
if you use our system, there's no cost, none whatsoever. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. The interesting thing to me about that experience that you just described is how much of, we talked about partnerships earlier on, and the partnerships with the health systems. Am I talking to somebody at those partner health systems? You're not setting up like a, a Teladoc or MD Live where you have your own panel of physicians, are you? So there's different kinds. Again, you have to understand what people want. And so if well, you're- urgent care, I want somebody pretty you quick. You want somebody instantly. At Livongo, again, our standard was 60 to 90 seconds. Because if you're dealing with an urgent situation, you want to talk to someone urgently. Right. So, you know, that's very different than telehealth. We talk about telehealth, but the average person across the country, he or she doesn't have a screen in front of them all day long. They're delivering food, they're stocking shelves. They want to do texting. And so we have a big focus on texting 60 seconds, 24 hours a day. So that's what we're doing there. To what physician? What's that? To what physician? To physicians who are our physicians. Okay. Now, if you want a, an appointment at a local health system, we'll schedule that. We don't compete with them, but right. no physician wants a text 24 hours a day. You're looking at that entire experience from end to end, is That's what you're correct. looking at. Yeah, I wanted to riff a little bit with you on the state of healthcare, right? We've, we've seen a lot of returns. It seems like the providers that have a decent mix of at-risk contracts and whatnot are weathering this storm pretty well. But the others are taking a significant hit right now. What are you seeing in the healthcare market? What do you think it's going to take to get out on the other side? Well, so again, I think if you look at who's benefited in healthcare, it wasn't the providers and it wasn't those paying for care. It was the middle. Yeah. So I think we have to rethink the business model and focus much more on risk share and I'll take full risk, and that's what we do at Transparent, as opposed to saying, I'll deliver part of the service, and you see how low I can deliver it for. So is this, is this why employers do self-pay? They essentially try to start cutting out the middleman and then partner with Transparent? Exactly. Cut out the middleman. Exactly. Not so much to cut out the middleman, it's where it makes sense. We are partnering in some cases with payers, with PBMs, just not in all cases. Your history with Livongo stems from a personal story and those kind of things. Since the last time we talked, we've seen the generic insulin. I think, is that the right terminology for it? The generic? Insulin, essentially. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a game changer in that space, isn't it? It is. So I'm very proud that, and this is separate from Livongo, with my family foundation partnered with Civica Rx, to deliver low-cost insulin across the country, and we're building plants right now to do that. Building that plants? Will, yeah. Wow. The first one's in Virginia. Next year, we'll be able to cover about a third of all the insulin used in this country, sell it for wholesale $15, retail $25. So how's that compare? It's essentially the cost of a copay versus $200 today. Wow. What percentage of the population struggles with diabetes at this point? So I think in terms of the population, when you talk about type one and type two, we have something on the order of 10 to 15% of the population now. Man. That's, a, that's, a, that's a game changer. It is an absolute game changer. I'd love to see more game changers like that in yeah. the industry. Glenn, thank, thank you, for you your, very much. Pre appreciate your leadership. Great to be able to spend some time together. 
Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conferences. I love hearing from people on the front lines, and it is phenomenal that they have taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community, which is greatly appreciated. We also want to thank our channel sponsors one more time who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. They are Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.